Ciao a tutti. Happy Monday to everyone out there. Happy Monday, October 25th. Uh, welcome to the Touchline Podcast. I'm Michael. My colleague Alex is actually out today, feeling kind of under the weather, and I don't blame him because it's getting pretty cold out here. So I will be solo, but we're doing something a little different today. When Alex is feeling up to scratch, we have so much to talk about over the last weekend in terms of you know, top matches from all around the leagues, from El, uh, the Clasico, from Man U against Liverpool, which there is a lot to talk about there. We have La Derby d'Italia and obviously PSG Marseille. But today we wanted to do something a little different. We were actually going to do it on our whole episode, but I figured I'll do it by myself this time and throw the ball to Alex's court and see what he can come up with. Now, there's rumors going around that Newcastle is going to have around $100 million to revamp or at least put into the team come the January transfer window. So Alex and myself decided, you know what? Let's put together a team. We have no idea which one another we've chosen. And we want to see what we can kind of come up with. Uh, obviously, coaching-wise, we're not going to fit into the overall budget because naturally you don't do that. But we chose a random coach that we believe would be best. We chose players who we believe could fit in the system of that particular coach and within the budget, or at least try to. We went a little over, but minor details, obviously, when business starts in January, they're obviously going to sell, so everything's going to kind of work itself together, even itself out, so we won't bother about that too much. But I did an interesting one. When Alex is up to scratch, like I said, we will recap the weekend as a whole, and obviously there's a lot to say about that, especially with Man U, and then he will give us his comparative team compared to mine. Like I said, he has no idea. Uh, we did not discuss who we were going to pick. We just came up with the idea of being like, listen, let's see what we can come up with with $100 million. Have at it. Have some fun with it. So here we are. And I also want to make it very clear that the names we obviously picked are in no way, shape, or form actually linked with Newcastle. It's just people we thought would be interesting, who the team could afford, might add a little something to the team, and whoever decides to coach the team. So like I said, all of this is fictitious. There's no actual link. And I also want to give a big shout out to our friends at footballtransfers.com and their website helped us to find the worth of the players that we decided to find. The site was updated last uh, week, I believe, on the 18th. So the worth of the players is as spot on as you can get at the moment. So let's kick it off with me, obviously. Uh, I chose Conte, but in hindsight with his talk going to Man United, might not actually happen. So... We'll see how that turns out. But in my mind, I said they're going to go with Conte. Conte is going to come in and obviously he's going to bring us 3-5-2. Tried, tested, and very successful formation. So I built my team around that. So we will naturally start at the back and work our way to the front. I will include the prices, positions, contracts that they're in right now. And we'll go from there. So starting with goalie, I decided to go a little crazy. I decided to go with Kepa. He's worth 18 million. I mean, he is, despite all the issues that he's gone through and have created and all sorts, actually a very dependable number one in the back to really boss that uh, defensive line. Not many other people that I can think of for the price and skill that he has. His current value is at 18. I have no doubt that Chelsea might accept a little bit less, especially just to get his wage itself off the books. But wages is something we definitely won't worry about here. We just want to figure out the players, their prices, and that's that. So, 
Kepa, our number one between the sticks. Now, we go down to defense. I brought in Gianluca Mancini, who is roughly $22 million. Very young, very solid, great ball-playing defender. Conte loves to play out uh, of the back, so my three defenders all have very high skills of playing with their feet and playing out the back. Uh, Kepa's pretty decent at that as well. Might need a little bit more help, might need a little more training on it, but it is what it is. The defenders ultimately do the most of that work anyways. So Mancini, very young, very hungry, actually very dependable for his age. Cool $22 million for a very future-proof player. I think that's good money right there. Next up, in the middle, Rob Holding will also be in the back line of those center threes. He's around 15 million. I don't think we can get anything less for him. I mean, he is pretty crucial, but again, another very, actually, he's probably one of the better uh, ball-playing defenders, and he's actually very, very solid at stripping people. So for 15 mil, it's kind of a coup for someone like that. Personally, I like it. Again, not too expensive, very dependable. And you would finish off the back line with Alessio Romagnoli, who is actually valued currently at 17 million, but his contract's coming up at the summer. So that 17 million could be vastly less or look to your youth for now and get him for free come January. You can sign him to a pre-contract, move on, save that 17 million, maybe put it somewhere else. But that back three, besides Mancini, despite being young, there's a lot of talent there. They're all hungry and they're very, very good at their proper positions. And like I said, the cruciality of them playing with their feet cannot be overstated. They are the best bang for the buck right now. I would think that that would make a really, really solid back three for their defense for Conte. Now, in the midfield, we get a little crazy. We had a little bit of fun, or at least I had a little bit of fun. Like I said, I'm curious what Alex comes up with once he's back to 100%. So, we start off with Brian Cristante, valued at $20 million, but Roma would most likely take him for 15 very, very solid midfielder. He's versatile, which Conte loves. So he can actually even play center back if something ever happens. He can slide in, no problem. His vision and passes are fantastic, especially for someone for his age. He's currently valued at around 20. Uh, he's not, I mean, he is called upon pretty regularly in Roma, but I presume he can take a little bit less. But even for 20 million, for someone of his value and versatility, very, very hard to find someone else who might be a little bit better. Now, who else could play alongside him? Luka Modric, just a name I decided to throw out there. Interesting enough, he is valued at 15 mil. Uh, obviously, taking into his, his age into account, obviously, plays a huge factor in the price. But he's actually free uh, come summer. So to get some ty- uh, tongues wagging over there, you never know. You never know. Like I said, obviously, these names are not linked in any way. But a guy can dream, especially if you're a Newcastle fan, obviously. But uh, his value right now is 15. Could probably get him for way less than that, probably under 10. Or like I said, offer a free contract, find someone in the youth system to slot in in the meantime. And then in the summer, you bring in someone as good as him. Phenomenal pickup if they could ever pull it off. Next player, someone who Conte is familiar with, Ross Barkley. So he would be your playmaker ultimately in the midfield. He's valued at 21. I can see him going for probably 17, 18 uh, he's not exactly the number one choice to play midfield at Chelsea, so I'm sure Chelsea wouldn't mind kind of getting rid of him. Obviously, it's always tricky because you are technically giving a player to a direct rival. 
So there's always some trickiness to that, but business can always be done. Teams will never say no to money, especially in today's forecast. But Ross Barkley would be actually be really good. Uh, he would be his... Uh, I mean, he does a ton of running. He might not be Conte's new Barella, but he has the vision of, you know, an Ericsson or... Uh, or, yeah, I mean, even Barella. I've even put Sensi in there when he's healthy. So he would really be the one who makes things kind of tick, do a bit of running, make some nice passes, short, clean passes. Cristante would ultimately be his new Brozovic. Very, very good at commanding the midfield. Will clean up all the garbage while Luka Modric just will be his version of, you know, a Tonali or even a Pirlo at the time when he was at Juve. Modric obviously does a lot of running, but given his age, you might not be able to expect that much more out of it. So he's probably going to play a Luka kind of in the mid, surrounded by Crisante in the center and Barkley on the right, I would presume, if you would do it. And they would do the running. Modric just makes the key passes, makes the key passes. Got to be where he's going to be, you know, in the right space at the right time. He's got all the quality in the world. He's been in the game long enough to really know where he should and shouldn't be. So it would be a pretty interesting midfield between the three of them. Like I said, Cristante, if he could do what he did to Brozovic, you're looking at one hell of a holding midfielder there. And on the wings, because obviously Conte's system is very, very wing-heavy with very good reason, I looked at Rafael Guerrero, so from uh, Borussia. Left wing back, he's currently valued at 28. Uh, he is ultimately a very, very solid player. He's a great player for them. I don't know if they would move that much from the 28 million. You can probably maybe knock you know, two or three million off the final price, but it is what it is. He's a very, very dependable player defensively, very solid. Endless running up and down the wing. His crosses are actually not that bad. I mean, it might need a little bit of work. But his work rate and his defensive ability is really, really great. And that would just stand out phenomenally with Conte and that system. On the right side, I went for Sergio Roberto. Currently valued at 15. He could probably go for 10, possibly even less. And as well, his contract comes to an end over the summer. Now, Roberto defensively might not be the best, but he does have a very high work rate, and ultimately that's what Conte really cares about. If he's got to teach you to be a little bit better on the defense side, trust me, he'll do it. He's done it time and time again. Prime example is what he did to Candreva, completely turned that guy's career around when he came in both for the Italy squad and when he came to Inter. That one season that Candreva was under him, totally, totally different player, completely dependable, was always there, and I believe that he would be able to do the same thing with Roberto. Again, who knows? 15 million for someone that young is not bad, but like I said, end of his contract. I don't think Barcelona's really been too keen to bring that contract back to extend him a little more, so you can probably get him for pretty good. And now moving into the top front. So, in this one, I figured that Saint Maximin would ultimately stay uh, there's no reason to get rid of him. He is an absolutely phenomenal young talent. I can see Conte kind of using him like he did with Lukaku, kind of a point man with the same speed, play with his back towards goal. He's going to maybe teach him to be a little bit more physical, a little better on the ball, but ultimately I would not want to change him. He is an absolute focal point, has been, will continue to be no matter who comes through the door. 
which will also be curious to see who does ultimately come through the door, but time will tell. And to partner up with him, because Conte says it absolutely needs two, and we've seen time and time again why that's crucial. I want for Delefeo, who is currently valued at 14. I think he is a very underappreciated, undervalued forward. I think he could bring a lot to any team. He has. Unfortunately, he is a bit of uh, you know, a wanderer. He goes from team to team to team. Unfortunately, he just never really finds the right place to sit back. But, like I said, I think there's a lot of talent there. Still young, still hungry, still a lot to teach. You know, He's still going to absorb everything that a coach could give him. I think he would be a really great addition up front with a double pairing. At the end of the day, in total, with all my prices that I believe the players should be worth, we're looking at $123 million in terms of uh, transfers if you were to go all 11. Not bad. Pretty decent. It's a huge upgrade to what you have now. Not to knock you know, Newcastle's team right now, but for $23 million, a little over what they're giving, I mean, that's a pretty solid team, I believe, if for 11. Uh, like I said, again, everyone has to be clear. None of these players are linked in any way with this team. We just thought it would be fun to see what you can do for $100 million. Naturally, there were always going to be players who sold, so I didn't really go that crazy at the fact that I went a bit over the terms of their budget. Obviously, people are going to go in. They're going to come out. It's all going to even itself out. But I think that this is ultimately probably the most decent 11 you can put together. So, to recap, Kepa's our goalie, right between the sticks, very solid. In front of him, you have Gianluca Mancini, Rob Holding, and Alessio Romagnoli. Three very, very good center backs who could easily play in a three-man system. All have the qualities needed if Conte were to walk through that door. Now, midfield, to recap, you have Cristante, who's going to boss that midfield, who's going to play as a Brozovic that Conte turned into an animal. I can't think of anything better. Luka Modric will make the plays. He's going to be his Pirlo, like he did at Juve. He's going to put him in the right spot. Don't worry about running around. That's what Crisante and ultimately Barkley are going to do for you. Just make the plays. Barkley is a bit more of a cam, so he could actually even be used as a shadow forward, which gives Conte a lot more possibilities, but we'll see. And then flanked on the wings by Guerrero and Roberto on the left and right wing backs, respectively, with your pairing up front of Gerard De La Feu and Alan Saint. Pretty solid 11. You know, Newcastle uh, fans can dream, can hope. We never know what's going to happen. Uh, we are coming up to November. In just two months, we're going to find out really where this team's going to go, what management wants to buy, who they want to bring in. Uh, but like I said, now with all the rumor of Conte going to Man U, and this is also reported on by uh, numerous people, including Fabrizio Romano, and we all know how, how trustworthy he really is when it comes to anything you know, transfer-related, movement-related. You know, there's very few out there that are better than him. So let's see. These next few weeks are going to be very interesting. I'll be very interested to see what Alex also has to bring to the table. And again, I want to give another huge shout-out to footballtransfers.com. We were able to find, or at least I was, like I said, no idea what Alex did. We were, I was able to find the prices, and it helped out tremendously. They're very good for all that info if you get people ever want to do it for fun. Pretty interesting. And you never know, right? So... We'll see what it brings. Uh, we will be back once Alex is at full uh, capacity again. And uh, we'll see. Well, like I said, we're going to go back. We're going to touch base on these games. 
obviously Man United is going to come up again. Uh, what happened with Inter and Juve? Uh, you know, the disgusting display of uh, Barca fans who attacked Coman's uh, <laughs> car when he was leaving. And uh, that's that. I mean, uh, we'll see you guys whenever we can, hopefully uh, tomorrow. Hopefully Alex will be feeling better and we will have a nice long discussion and see where he fits with his team. Thanks a lot, guys, and enjoy your Monday.